0: We're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.
1: Ryan Horvath, Nick Cashew, Bet BetMGM tonight. PJ's in with us as well. we got Sam Houston State and FIU. It's a bar. It's, it's You know, it's not a barn burner. You know what it is? It's a defensive matchup where you're stopping FIU going. I don't even want to talk about this game. I you know I'm not even going to make fun of it. It's a good I, yes, I am. It's terrible. It's two terrible football teams. That's it. And that's all right. Listen, Eight. I totally understand why Easy. I didn't have the balls Easy. to bet an 0 16 team. I know the market indicator. I understand strength of schedule. I know, like we talked about it during the break, you guys are braver than me for taking an 0 16 team to cover a 5.5. I'm just, I can't do it's,
0: it. The weirdest part about watching this game is uh, there's a track on the field. You're like, you don't see that at Alabama, you don't see that at Ole Miss. Have it reminds in, me of a high school football game. I think this might be a high school stadium. It, it probably
1: is. <laughs> if there's a track around it, there's a very I'm, good chance. I'm that not that's kidding. The case. I've
0: showed you guys. There's more people at the high school stadium yes. in Juliet, like for Juliet Catholic football games on a Friday night. Way more. Probably like forty percent more in uh, Memorial Stadium on a Friday night than than
1: here. There is there is nobody at this game, and rightfully so. These teams are a combined three and ten. Uh, luckily, we got about forty minutes till first pitch. Game three of the. Uh, ALCS with the Astros down 0-2 in that series. We're bringing on our buddy Dan Karpik hopefully feeling a lot better now. BetQL's managing editor. Missed you the last couple of weeks, man. Um, I, I want to start with tomorrow night because I know that you're a props guy. I'm a props guy too. You're one of the few people who when there's props out there, I'm going to go, okay, I'm going to see what Karpik's on and I'm going to see if I like <laughs> the same thing that he's on. Uh, I have not checked yet what you are on, so this is a complete blind one for me that I already like, I already bet. Um, I am all in on everything Alvin Kamara tomorrow night. Where are you?
2: Oh yes. yes, I am right there with you, Nick, and I'm I'm happy to be back with you guys. I am very much sold on that college football game you guys were just talking <laughs> about, by the way. So I'm going to definitely be turning that on right after this. Uh, but yeah, Alvin Kamara is actually the first name I circled here. I like his over 83 and a half rushing plus receiving yards, but I like his rushing and receiving yards separately as well. Um, I got this at minus 110 over at BetMGM earlier today. And now, since returning from his early season suspension, there were some question marks. Would he get a large workload? Well, pretty much right away, he got that 13 reception game coming back. He had 24, 25, 26 touches, has racked up 84, 97, and 104 rushing plus receiving yards in those last three contests since he returned. Last week, the Jaguars allowed the Colts running backs to amass 153 rushing plus receiving yards a couple weeks ago to the falcons 149 so they're pretty susceptible to some big performances by the position group and why do i mention the position group rather than those individual players well kamara has essentially been the entire backfield out of uh new orleans since he returned here playing 75 63 and then 80 percent of the offensive snaps we oftentimes talk about like what we like to see when player props are concerned The volume, you know, Nick, you and I have talked about this uh, dating back years now. We love to see that volume there, Mm -hmm. Um, and he's going to have that volume once again. I don't think Jamal Williams, uh, he's coming back from that hamstring injury. I don't think he's going to be activated for this game. Um, But even if he surprisingly is activated, that's just going to give Kamara a little bit of extra rest. I think um, he's going to be effective in this game, and he is the focal point of the offense here. And uh, I do have to mention also that little injury uh, to Chris Olave, that little turf toe injury, might come into play here. So he might get even some more extra looks. Uh, but over 83.5 rushing plus receiving yards for him seems like a home run to me. Yeah,
0: I really like that too. Dan, are you doing anything with the Jacksonville offensive side of the ball? With It looks like Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he's dealing with the knee injury and it's a short week, yeah. but he's optimistic he's going to play. They're calling him questionable right now. Are you kind of staying away from that side of the ball for Jacksonville just with that injury?
2: I, I am um, Trevor Lawrence is one of those guys like our model once he's ruled, if he's ruled out our model is going to adjust to that. So we've seen some of these top tier quarterbacks like CJ Beathard is his backup. We, that could be a four point swing in our models projection. And obviously that impacts both teams. Um, our model does love Calvin Ridley. I will point that out. We project him for seven catches for 100 yards and a touchdown. But that's with assuming that Lawrence does play uh, with that projection as well. So I'm going to stay clear of that right now. if I had to go with somebody else uh, in this game, I would probably go Michael Thomas over 51 and a half receiving yards. Uh, he's been really consistent. I had to do a double take here when I saw this. 61, 55, 50, 53, 65, and 45 receiving yards. And he's got an eight, nine, nine, six, seven, and 8 targets. Five, seven, six, four, four, and five receptions. So he if you need fifty yards, you're gonna go to Mr. Michael Thomas, <laughs> apparently. Um he's he's that reliable slot receiver for Derek Carr. He hasn't really peaked in any matchup yet, but like I mentioned, Chris Olave, that turf toe, it's a short week. You know, maybe this is the week that he kind of breaks out a little bit, and we don't really need to him to do that much either. We just need him to get fifty-two yards. Um, The the opposing defense plays a lot of zone coverage. Um, Thomas hasn't recorded a single drop yet this season, Um, and I don't think he's going to see very much double coverage um, just because Kamara and Alave are going to command a lot of attention from that Jacksonville defense as well. So if you have to target somebody else in this matchup, Michael Thomas is the way uh, to go, in my opinion.
1: Dan, this just feels to me like one of those games where something stupid could happen, right? Like, we just don't know, one, whether Trevor Lawrence is going to go, like you mentioned. We've got... Uh, question marks in terms of just what these the offense is going to look like, especially for Jacksonville, not to mention the Saints, and they've been an up-and-down roller coaster, but they have a great defense. Uh, I do like the under in this game. BetMGM's got it at 40. There's some 39.5 out there, so obviously take the 40 if you can do that or if you can find anything higher, shop around, as we you know always say, but are you kind of on that same side, too? Because I will do something oh, yes. that PJ here loves very much. I've already bet this, and he, he smiled when I told him. Uh, I took some kicker props in this again. Kicker props on Thursday night football already just feel like a strong bet. But when you've got these uh, offenses with all of the question marks that are there and uh, you know maybe not a healthy Trevor Lawrence, this just feels like an under to me and a lot of kickers getting involved in drives that fall short of the end zone.
2: Oh, 100%. I, I'm right there with you, Nick, and – I looked I looked back at this the the under is six and0 in Saints games this season but if you go back to last season the unders won 12 straight times in their games so I am a sucker for trends I'll admit it you know when I see an undefeated trend over a certain period of time um, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna most likely tail that trend and this is no exception I, I everything you said makes perfect sense. And now I have to look at kicker props. So thank you very much.
1: <laughs> I, I appreciate it. PJ, it's spreading. It's sp- Everybody's getting in on kicker props now.
0: The power of Justin Yes. <laughs> Dan, anything else that you like this weekend? I know it's kind of early as far as props, maybe even like a side or a total that you're looking at right now in the NFL.
2: Yeah, so I'm basically going to be in uh, fade mode of the Patriots moving forward. Um, after Brian Hoyer. Uh, pretty much just beat them last week. Uh, that was just unreal as someone who follows the Patriots pretty closely here yeah. uh, in Connecticut. That was just Josh McDa- the Josh McDaniels, Jimmy Garoppolo, and uh, Brian Ho- Hoyer combination. It uh, was just a very, very sad day. Um, with Mac Jones starting, so the Bills are at plus 8.5, uh, something I immediately circled here for the weekend. With Mac Jones starting, the Patriots are 0 in 13 against the spread as an underdog so another one of those crazy trends uh the bills have embarrassed uh new england in recent years yes josh allen maybe a little bit dinged up maybe that drives the line down a little bit more uh which would be great for me because i think he could probably beat this team with his left hand right now if he had to (laughs)
1: um
2: but after barely beating the giants I think some are going to be down on Buffalo this week, but I love the matchup. Expect them to absolutely roll. I don't know what's happening with Bill Belichick and company there, um, so that's the side I would go to. I do have some player props to share I, that quickly I just jumped off the page here to me. Patrick Mahomes over 277 and a half passing yards versus the Chargers. Mahomes has gone over this number in three out of his last five starts. The Chargers haven't allowed an NFL worst 317.8 passing yards per game to opposing quarterbacks this season for context. The next worst defense in that category is the Broncos at 283.8. So a very big difference there. This is a perfect situation for a ceiling game. And I think this is it has shootout potential as well. And for that reason, I also like Austin Eckler over 33 and a half receiving yards versus the Chiefs there on the other side of things. Um, I think these two pair well pretty nicely too. If you want to parlay these together, little same-game parlay action Uh, but in two games played this season Eckler's caught four of five targets for 47 yards then four of six targets for 35 yards against the Dolphins and Cowboys in nine career starts against the Chiefs though he's caught an average of 5.9 passes on 6.8 targets for 52.6 receiving yards and went over 33 and a half yards in six out of those nine contests Um, like I said I expect this to be back and forth and with Mike Williams and Quinton Johnston Seemingly, well, Mike Williams is out, but Quinton Johnston might as well just be out because he's been seemingly unable to do anything in the NFL. I think they're going to lean on Eckler uh, on the Chargers side of things here. And then just two other quick plays. Kenneth Walker, the third, over 77.5 rushing yards versus the Cardinals. Um, he's gotten no fewer than 17 carries in any of his last four starts. Continues to dominate snaps, touches out of Seattle's backfield. He had 97, uh, 79, and 62 yards in those three contests. But now he's a favorite against the Cardinals. That should allow him to put together a strong performance. Arizona has allowed 112.8 rushing yards per game to opposing running backs this season. That's the fifth worst mark in the NFL. And then finally, maybe my favorite play of the week, Drake London. He is getting disrespected once again over uh, 46.5 receiving yards versus the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers allow an average of 13.8 receptions on 21.2 targets. To opposing wide receivers, and since this Tampa Bay defense typically sells out against the run, I expect this to be a slightly more pass-happy game script for Atlanta's usually run-heavy offense here. Uh, London has caught six of nine targets for 78 yards against the Texans, and then nine of 12 targets last week for 125 yards against the Commanders, sorry Nick, in his last two outings, (laughs) and this is clearly Desmond Ritter's top target. No other Falcons wide receiver over the last two weeks has seen more than six targets, and he had 21. So, yes, they involve Kyle Pitts and Johnnie Smith, but um, if they're going to throw the ball to the outside like I think they will in this matchup, it's going to most likely be going to Drake London. So I think he soars over that number.
1: Dan, I promise you at this point, uh, I don't care about any shots taken at the commanders. In fact, I want them to lose the rest of the way because uh, I- I'm over on Rivera. I'm done. Today he forgot how many games that Chase Young had played uh, this year so far when a reporter asked him what he thought of Chase oh, Young no. through his five games and he said, can I get the six? And he said, well, no, Chase Young's only played five. It's just great audio. was just unbelievable. It's like oh, him forgetting no. that they were eliminated from the playoffs. I'm done. Love Ron Rivera. <laughs> great guy. Great leader. But just the NFL is passed him by. Talking to Dan bet MGM Tonight. All right, we got about two minutes left here, so I want to at least jump into the NBA with you. Starts next week. I know you're excited. I'm pumped. Uh, Ryan hates the fact that I've got Knicks Wizards preseason on on one of the TVs. But if I have to watch... Ooh, Sammy, this Wizards starting lineup. Mike Muscala. Yes! If I have to watch FIU and Sam Houston, I'm going to watch the Knicks and Wizards play a preseason game. Dan, your Celtics and the Bucs, co-favorites at BetMGM, to win the NBA title at 4-1, to also co-favorites to obviously win the Eastern Conference. When you look at the Celtics team, do you think that they are a better team than where they were last year given all of the offseason moves they made?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, I think the addition of Chris Porzingis just in general – um, gives them that added look that they really need. Uh, Drew Holiday, you have, you know, basically everyone was talking about Marcus Smart and how he's at elite perimeter defender. Well, now you have Marcus Smart but a complete Marcus Smart in other words, in <laughs> Drew Holiday. Um, I think you can make the argument that this is the best starting five in the entire NBA. I might give the edge there uh, to Phoenix right now. Um, but certainly in the Eastern Conference, I think that this is definitely the team to beat. I think uh, some of the offseason moves as well with O'Shea Brissett, um, with uh, Lamar Stevens even, um, some of these defensive-oriented guys who are going to come in and play off the bench. Uh, I think Brad Stevens did a really, really nice job of reconfiguring the lineup, doing something different. You know, Celtics fans, we just wanted something different. We needed a new look to compete with these other High-profile teams out there, and I think that's exactly what happened. Um, we saw the ceiling, I think, of Robert Williams, and uh, you know, th- as a defensive player who we could count on 20-plus minutes from. But now you have Porzingis and Porzingis, Tatum, and Jalen Brown. You, you know, you could na- that's up there with the best threesomes in the NBA, in my opinion. So I think that that extra look, obviously, it's going to come down to health especially with poor Zingis, and I'm just going to cross my fingers all season long. But it's going to be a lot of fun to watch right away, and I can't, cannot wait.
1: Dan make makes you check out all of his work, betql.com, the BetQL app. It yeah. is. I, I don't want to jinx it, but I will just say, check out his record when it comes to uh, props this year. That's it. I won't. Say it because you once jinxed me on eight straight. Uh, I think it was eight straight props that I had, and you had everybody tweeted out, and then I lost all three that day. So I won't do it to you, but because you're my friend, and I don't want to hurt that and make that happen to you. Good talking to you, buddy. Glad you're feeling better. I
2: appreciate it. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank yeah,
1: you. I listen, uh, guys. I I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm pumped about this NBA season. I'm gonna get you on board. You're gonna love this. It's going to be a great season.
0: Zero chance you will, but I, yeah, PJ, yeah, I'm with, the come, on. I'm with, yeah, I'm with PJ. come on, guys. Yes. Not when Alabama's a basketball school, you won't. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm starting to get excited for college hoops, yeah. though. Yeah, We you just know? previewed the uh, Big 12 on Send It In. Today. Who do you like, Kansas? Yeah, Kansas and Houston are going to be tough to beat. The sleeper team, though, mm-hmm. TCU won for all. TCU? Jameer Nelson, Jr., little baby junior. God, Jameer we are, we are old. I know Is that Jameer. his son? Yeah. I'm Let's, so tired. Delaware now I bet so money on St. On Joe. Oh my God, I'm old. I got to go home. I can do a
1: retirement. Home. I don't even want to I mean, think about all of these players. Jameer and their kids Nelson playing. Jr. I, really I like
0: Jameer Nelson. I, just, I know. I'm just losing I, money on him.
1: Just don't eat, we in the eat, finals. We might, might still be. Uh, can anyone beat the Phillies at this point? It's BetMGM tonight.
0: Tristan, Nick, and Ryan are taking a break to catch up on their bets. Don't go anywhere. There's plenty more on BetMGM Tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL.